Hello and welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I am Steven and with me as always is Brandon bringing you episode number 103. I intentionally wanted to say that because I wanted to take out the and. Even though I've had a lot of debates with people over if the and can be there, I know that you have a particular problem because you just have, you're a guy with a lot of pet peeves. It's not a pet peeve, it's just there's... In language, there are rights and wrongs, and specifically mathematics. Oh, yeah? Tell that the to de- Shakespeare. The, the decimal point. Did Shakespeare point, do that? No. Yeah, Shakespeare is one of the best linguistic <laughs> writers of all time. I don't know what you're talking about. He was ahead of his time. Look, I'm ahead of my time, too. No, you're just I'm you're adding wrong. ands. I'm taking out ands. It's in math. You you save the and for the decimal point. So I, I know it's hard for you to admit when you're wrong. It's, okay, it's, it's a difficult thing for you to just wrap your head around that you could ever be wrong. But in this instance, I'm sorry, man, you are wrong. Wait, so you're telling me that as this example, so 105 means 100.5. Uh, Says who? Yes. Who was the last person you talked to who said that? I, I'm not saying that people say that, but that is correct. Well, actually, it would be 105 tenths is what you would say if you were going to do that. But the and is for the decimal, which is why you don't say 105 if it's 105. I mean, I see I see where you are with this, but I I'm going to have to say that you don't want sometimes in language. I get it, dude. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Sometimes in language, it may not be grammatically perfect, but the point is, let me just put this on because I don't want to catch your your ignorance. (laughs) <laughs> dude ignorance doesn't spread like that all right doesn't spread through the internet okay oh seems like you need to learn some things oh. which it's good that you need to learn some things because that's what we do on the everything must go podcast we learn some things and and in today's episode we're gonna learn all kinds of things hopefully if not then this episode has been a waste of time for not only the listeners but also for the host on today's episode, I'll, I'll give you an idea of some things we're going to talk about. So we got a couple of quizzes. We might get to both of them. We only might get to one of them. Should we tell people what the quizzes are about? What do you think? Is that too much information? Keep them hanging? What are we thinking? Uh, sorry, I I got distracted by the chat. What? <laughs> say that again? <laughs> do we tell people what the quizzes are about now, or do we just say we're going to be doing some quizzes? Uh, or at least one quiz. Dude, you make the call. Okay, I'm going to say I'm going to leave you all hanging, but just know that we like to do these quizzes. We're going to figure out who Brandon and I are by the end of today's episode. In, uh, in addition, we're going to do some audience questions. And I uh, just finished the last dance. So we're going to talk about that at some point, too. And Brandon's been playing. He's been doing a little bit of gaming outside of just our uh, occasional Rocket League. So we might talk about that a little bit. That said, let's answer some questions from the audience starting with what's your favorite childhood memory oh i think we've talked about this before um this is such a hard i mean just different memories pop into my mind uh when i think about some good ones um i the first one that pops into my head is my first home run i ever hit it was in little league uh it was just because there was so much surrounding it like that week the best player on our team was gone so i like had to step it up because i was the second best player on the team and uh we were playing the tigers uh who uh, like to talk a bunch of crap to us or wait 
I think we were playing the Tigers. Yeah, we they like to talk a bunch of crap to us. They they were the champs the the season before, um, and I pitched that game. And I came up my first at bat with the bases loaded, and I hit a grand slam. My first home run ever was a grand slam, and I hit it off of my parents' minivan. <laughs> so I dented their minivan with my first home run. So it was like there was just a lot of uh, just kind of cool things behind it. Um, and the first home run was just this thing that I was like really – I think I only hit one that year. But I wasn't ever a home run hitter, so the idea of hitting one was just, like, so exciting for me. And uh, I just remember feeling, like, the butterflies in the stomach after that. So I'll, I'll go with that because I, I'm sure there's another one, but that's the first one that comes to mind. What about you? Yeah, I definitely – like, the first thing that came to mind – actually, I'll tell you, the, the very, very first thing that came to mind was when uh, I took a dump outside when I was, like, three years old. <laughs> Just because I had no concept that just because you could pee outside, I mean, you really aren't supposed to, but like, I, you know, it, you, you can, but then I, I took it too far. I thought you could take a dump outside. That was the first thing that actually came to my mind, but realistically, <laughs> realistically though, uh, when I like a lot of baseball stuff popped into mind baseball stuff and then when i made these like short little videos actually to be honest they weren't really that short but i would make movies with the vhs camera with my friends and uh they were just i spent so many hours working on these and they're really goofy do you think the the general public will ever see any of those videos clips of it i bet i definitely think like some clips of me uh, we'll probably make it out there at some point. I have to be careful on some of them, though, because, you know, some of them are a little embarrassing. I wasn't quite the uh, the great actor that I am now back then. Your acting skills have grown <laughs> exponentially since then. My acting skills are renowned now, but back then, whew, not so good. Uh, right. Next, anything else you want to talk about? Childhood memory? No, I just... I, I honestly don't even think that that one is necessarily my favorite but i just uh that's the first one that comes to mind and that was a really good memory i think that's a uh, impossible question to answer for me i, I don't know yeah it, it's honestly it is like impossible because there's there's so many random ones like back then when you're really young your favorite childhood memory could be like the newest episode of digimon <laughs> like it could just be like it's so incredible that you watch it and you're like wow this life is a good one. Well, that's, I mean, that's what actually happened with me in Dragon Ball Z. I, uh, we went to Hollywood video and my, my dad let me rent, uh, a cartoon. And so I rented the Dragon Ball Z and I just so happened to rent the specific saga that was Goku versus Frieza, which is arguably <laughs> like the, the best saga in the series to this day. Um, and it just hooked me because I was just like, there's just this evil beast. Nobody's ever been able to beat it. He's been ruling the galaxy, destroying planets. And uh, first time Goku goes Super Saiyan, it, uh, there was a lot behind it. And I just, I got, I, I got chills watching that show as a kid. So you're right. Could be anything. I was, I was more of a Majin Buu saga kind of guy. Nah, dude. That was a good arc for Are me. You, you're not serious, are you? 
No, that was the that was the arc that I watched was the Majin Buu one, but but, but not the Kid Buu one specifically Majin Buu. That was like the only arc I really watched. Like that that is my when I think of Dragon Ball Z, like that is what I watched. That's a bad impression for you to have watched just oh, that no. arc. Is I it? Feel, I, yeah, I feel like after Cell, the show wasn't as the Majin Buu <laughs> saga wasn't the there was one specific. Uh, storyline or arc within that saga that was okay and that was uh, when Vegeta decided to let himself be overtaken by Bibbidi and uh, so that he could fight uh, Goku with extra strength that part was intense but that was that part was intense because of their history that was built throughout the show so I don't think that you you watched the right saga (laughs) I think I watched the right saga for me (laughs) Okay, so this this next question, let, let's be honest here. Th- this is definitely more of a brainy question than a than a meat question. But why did everyone turn on Doja Cat, and does Brandon specifically still love Doja Cat? Do you know the so story Brandon, of what, what happened? No, fill fill me in. I, I honestly I have no idea who Doja Cat is, other than I looked her up on Google Images. <laughs> so Doja Cat uh, is a female artist, um, a rapper specifically and uh rapper singer she's kind of in that like Nicki Minaj thing where they both rap and sing but uh she posted i think a tweet or something that if people got her song say so to number 1 on the charts she would show her tits so uh it was hilarious because like there were all these TikToks of these guys like with They'd have like their phone and their iPads all streaming the song, and they're like, "Let's go, boys! We can do this!" <laughs> and they, uh, so her song got number one on the streaming charts, and then she was on a live stream, and she said, "People were saying, all right, let's see the tits, basically," and she's like, "Oh yeah, about that. You guys all just got played. I'm not showing you my tits." <laughs> So I think people are pissed because she promised something and then took it away. Um, that's that's about it. That's the whole story. Well, I feel like that's life. You know how many times in life people take advantage of people and they're like, hey, you know, if you do this, maybe maybe it'll work out for you in the long run. Like I feel like a lot of working a job is that exact thing like, hey, if you do this thing right now that I don't want to do, maybe in the future you'll get a promotion. <laughs> It's like, it's like, is that actually going to happen? Or like, you just think that it's going to happen. Right. I don't know. Maybe it will. But I just feel like a lot of times, I mean, I don't think that she's obligated to do anything. People are just stupid enough to to believe her. Yeah. I, uh, there was, it was pretty funny though. Cause I was on Twitter once and I saw somebody retweet. It was this girl. She, she tweet, she totally took advantage of, of like she capitalized on the situation she uh she's like some people say that i look like doja cat and i'll show my tits because she was like a porn star or something so she she like she's like since doja cat won't show hers you can come look at mine and i think she i i I don't know what her numbers were before this but after this but i just was like that's kind of clever actually dude maybe we need to do this (laughs) one of us has to take one for the tv (laughs) Wait. So what's what's your uh, so get our podcast number one on Spotify? And I'll show my tits. I don't care. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. All right, guys, you heard it. You heard it here first. Get our podcast number one on Spotify, and uh, Steven will show you his tits. <laughs> hey, you know. Dude, I've seen them. They're pretty impressive. Might be, might even be like the next best thing to Doja Cat. You may not know. It might be better than Doja Cats, to be honest. We don't know because we haven't seen hers. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We don't see, We don't even know what we're working with it. I've seen yours. I haven't seen hers. So at this moment in time, yours are better than hers. Mine are number one. See? <laughs> 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 I'm weirdly number one. We just didn't know it. That's, Perfect. No, that's, uh, that's great. Uh <laughs> <laughs> do, well, do you still love Doja Cat? That's what we do I still really got love, the Of course I still love Doja Cat. I wasn't... Uh, I mean, I figured this was what was going to happen. I didn't think she was actually going to show her tits. I thought it was a whole... I thought it was a troll. But... Uh, I, so I, I'm not really impacted by it. I wasn't surprised when she said, no, I'm not actually doing that. Yeah, but like, what is it in particular that you think you really like her for? Her personality. And nothing specifically within her personality, just, just the general just, her personality. Yeah, just in general, just like all aspects. <laughs> okay. All all like she's just like very round like her mm. personality is very well rounded. Well rounded. <laughs> Dude. It sounds like we should have her on the podcast. You and I have very well rounded personalities. I feel like we just need to add her she we got the most well-rounded show. Here's the thing. She has a white boyfriend. So, if they don't work out... Get then the you're definitely going to date Almost, her. Yeah. It's, it's a definite thing. Yeah. That's how this works. Perfect. And then, I'll see your tits, and I'll describe them for you guys. And then we can decide on... Then you'll actually be the only person who's seen both hers <laughs> Yeah, I'll decide mine. whose tits are better. <laughs> And everyone will get to, you know, at least have your word on it. And then we can use that as leverage. So, like, maybe we already got to number one on the charts. And then people are like, well, we need the age-old question, whose tits are better, Stevens or Doja Cats? And I'll be like, well, get us to number one on YouTube. Give us more subscribers than PewDiePie. And then we'll, uh, I'll tell you who's there better. (laughs) Dude, we're beating the system. Dude. We are beating the system. Perfect. I love that. Uh, we got one other question. Uh, one other audience question here, uh, which is, how do you feel about Rogan moving to Spotify? And slight disclaimer here, Brandon didn't know about this prior to us recording. But well, no, in essence, no, no. <laughs> I knew about the move to Spotify. Brandon lives under a rock. That's why he made that. I didn't know specifically the details surrounding what was why this was such a monumental move. Like, what does it entail that he is moving to Spotify? I knew and that the he truth done of the matter it. is, the truth of the matter is, it's nothing other than just the speculation that the Joe Rogan podcast makes like between fifty and two hundred fifty million in advertisement a year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just like some astronomical number. So everyone was saying that it was for a hundred million, but I don't see anything that says a hundred million Joe Rogan Spotify. I don't actually see any confirmed numbers. I, I do see there are like a couple of articles that will say 
a hundred million, but it, it uh, yeah, I see like a couple of articles that mention a hundred million, but I've also said some that the numbers aren't out there, so I can't tell if this came afterwards. Yeah, but regardless, it's so, got to be over a hundred million. So does that mean that he won't have? What about his video? Yeah, will it not be on YouTube anymore? The videos will move to Spotify as well. There's videos on Spotify? That's what I'm confused by. (laughs) I don't know about those. Is this something they're trying to open the market to because they're getting him? I'm thinking that that's part of this. So I I think that, one, I think this is a good move. Um, I I might even, I like this this topic enough. I've thought about even making uh, a video to go more in depth, but... I think that this is kind of similar to when uh, Howard Stern moved on to what is it? This is how this is how like young I feel like I am. I don't even know whatever the radio is that is not the normal radio. Serious satellite XM? radio. Yeah, yeah. So when when Howard Stern moved to that, it was I mean it was it was a total game changer because he had like the full creative freedom pretty much. They were gonna let him do whatever. Um. And it just kind of like it changed the game for radio at the time. I think this is going to be potentially even bigger than that because Joe Rogan has, I think, the biggest podcast. I don't have the actual numbers in front of me, but from what I can tell, it's the biggest podcast. And I mean, if it really only is a hundred million, that may be that may actually be a bargain because a lot of people will move to spot. Like I just moved to Spotify. I didn't have Spotify until the last six months or so. And I love Spotify now. Like I don't see any reason I'll ever switch off of it. Just another reason to stay now is having the Joe Rogan podcast on there. But yeah, I, I think this is going to do a lot to change where people go to listen to their podcast. Because the one thing is right now, there's not a winning platform for podcasts. Like there isn't one platform that everyone goes to for podcasts. But if Spotify can make that, like make it the place to go, then... I mean, it can be huge because there's not like as much as you want to say that there's competition with YouTube, there really isn't like everyone. If you want to watch videos, you're probably going to go to YouTube. And I think there's a chance we could see something like this with Spotify. And if they move to a video component, then that really changes things. So I, I don't know how reliable this specific article is, but on the verge.com, it says Spotify is testing video podcasts and it looks like this was back on May 6th. It was with uh, Zane Hijazi, Hijazi and Heath Hussar, the Zane and Heath Unfiltered podcast. They, uh, they're they members of the Vlog Squad. So it says uh, uh. it was a global test which allows the creators to upload their recorded video footage to the app. And it will show for 50% of the show's Spotify podcast listeners. So it looks this like... This could be something that we do. Yeah. Well, I mean, definitely if they end up, if part of that Joe Rogan thing is to introduce the video, like make that more of a legitimate uh, part of Spotify, I mean, we'll definitely capitalize on that. I mean, uh, we've talked about this a lot. Is, is, is For us who are unknown, it, a lot of times it's all about getting yourself on as many platforms as possible. So you're your content is as easily accessible as, as possible, you know, for people to find and, and, uh, and then, you know, as long as you have listeners, does it really matter where they're listening? You know, it doesn't. So, 
Not to me, as long as it's not like some illegal site, maybe. So, so now that we talked about that, like, what? How do you actually feel about? It? Are you? Do you have any like strong opinions on it or feelings on it or? What are your thoughts? Uh, I, well, I uh, the fact that he's going to be off of YouTube is really weird to me. Like the, that's the part that I'm like trying to wrap my mind around is, YouTube kind of seems like a platform where everybody can be on. So it seems like nobody could say you couldn't be on there because even artists who have record deals like they're still on YouTube. Like I kind of so that 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 part of it feels weird. So I'm very curious to see what this actually means. I'm curious to see what the domino effect is on this. Like, if Joe Rogan does this, obviously he's not going to be the only podcast that moves to an exclusive deal. So is the future of this podcasting, is it going to become more exclusive deals? And is one particular podcast app going to break away and become the place that everybody goes to listen to podcasts? And maybe it won't. I guess I don't know for sure, but... Like with music, there's all you know. There's a few for music. Technically, people listen to Spotify, Apple Music. There's a few places that you can go, but I'm just kind of curious to see what happens next now that you have the first major exclusive like this. And I'm also curious to see how his audience reacts because you can see that the one YouTube video where he announces it, it has almost as many dislikes as likes. So obviously, some people are upset by him doing this. But I would do the same thing if I was Joe Rogan. Like, for that much money, it's not like anything changes other than you just have to listen to it in one particular spot. Some people, maybe, I guess, can you listen to the podcast for free if you don't pay for it on Spotify? Uh, I don't know about podcasts. I know that when you don't pay for Spotify and you go to, like, listen to an artist, I believe it... uh, it like shuffles their, it like turns it into a rate. It's kind of like Pandora. So you can't, yeah, like there's like ads pick, and stuff too. Yeah. You can't like pick specific songs. It like will shuffle the artist for you. So I don't know if hmm. how that works with podcasts. And I don't even know if that's legitimately how it do work. Cause I've had Spotify premium for so long now. So I don't know if that has changed at all, but I, I, that's a good question. I would be curious how that works for podcasts. Uh, I mean, if that is the case that you have to purchase Spotify, that's huge for Spotify. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that audience of Joe Rogan's coming over to Spotify now, you have to pay in order to listen. If that's the case, they're going to make it. Yeah, it's gonna. It's definitely going to put, like, some people, the initial return on investment will not be there for this. Like, it's not, this isn't going to happen overnight. But I, I think that this is the type of a move that can be huge. Like he could he could essentially become like the Michael Jordan of Spotify where he stays there for a long time and he becomes sort of like the face of Spotify. I uh, I'm uh I'm curious what you think this means for YouTube. Like do you think that this is going to be detrimental to to YouTube in a way? That I had that thought actually. I think it will. I don't. I don't see how this isn't a little bit detrimental to YouTube. But it also it also clears the space for other people to take the some of the positions. Everything well, must go I, podcast, I baby. Mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I, I definitely, I definitely thought about how it's gonna open things up a little bit, and it kind of what it kind of makes me think is. There could potentially be a platform like Spotify that becomes way bigger than what it is right now. 
like Spotify could presumably turn into a uh, a YouTube, but with more um, focused content. I think that's a possible outcome in this is that you go to Spotify for content that is more because you know on YouTube it's sometimes it's kind of hard to weed through all the content because there's so much on there to try to figure out what to actually listen to or what to watch I think there's a chance that a platform like Spotify could become like the premier version of what YouTube is where it only has the top creators or like it gives the top creators like more publicity something like that could happen where it could it could just like become another place that people go for their content yeah well it's it definitely is going to be interesting to see how this stuff shakes out but i mean in terms of you know you we 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 talk about this a lot we talked about it last episode the idea of building a legacy i mean being the person to kind of start maybe this transition uh, could be part of Joe Rogan's legacy. Like maybe he is the reason that a bunch of people end up coming to Spotify exclusively and and starts this this chain effect. I mean, you saw that a little bit. It hasn't it hasn't really panned out the same for those Twitch streamers that moved to Mixer. Um, mm-hmm. Twitch is still the platform to be on. Uh, it's like where the audience is, but you do see some people trying to to make that shift and. Uh, and be be the be a part of something new uh which is i don't know i've always kind of liked that that part of like a story is um you know be part of the change not necessarily going with the flow dude, oh dude 100 percent. i love anyone who like gets to pioneer something that's so cool to me mm-hmm. there's not even a question asked if i was joe i would have taken that even even though maybe less people could listen to the podcast i think Right now, that feels like that's the that's the negative in it. But for all we know, more people could listen to it in the future. We just don't know what that future looks like yet. Do you think that's the only negative, or do you see any other negatives with this decision? Like, because I, I, it is weird. I, I feel like there has been like a negative energy about it. Like people really don't like it. But I, I guess maybe I just don't care enough. I mean, I don't really listen to the Joe Rogan podcast that much anyways, but I'm also just like, why does it matter that much? So do, do you, do you know any other negatives behind it or feel any way? Well, well, one, I think if you, if you look at just trends throughout history, anytime anybody signs a massive contract that it, it just seems like there's always a negative pushback. It doesn't even matter what it is. It could be, <laughs> it could be for something good. I feel like people, when they see $100 million of any kind, it's always a negative. (laughs) Joe Rogan signs $100 million to save 2 billion kids a year. Are you kidding me, dude? (laughs) Sometimes I feel like it it is that way. Well, I I think that people like how podcasts feel a little bit less corporate. Like, I think that's kind of been one of the things that people have liked is that podcasts feel like they're sort of against the corporation and they're sort of just a free place where you can just do whatever you want. And now Joe Rogan's like... Yeah, that's true, but I could also get $100 million and just be a part of the system. So I feel like that's kind of the, the battle for people. Well, that is the one thought that when I, when I think about YouTube, part of part of people's frustration with YouTube right now is YouTube started off as this like this sort of dark alley of, of the internet where just your random Joe Schmo posts a video of them cooking hot dogs or something. And you could just go here and, and look at videos from your friends. And then there was actual viral videos 
where something would catch on. Now it it has become more corporate, where it's like there are these ads and and you the the videos that are trending are all these pages that are just huge. So no wonder they're trending when you have 10 million subscribers. Of course, your video is going to be <laughs> like a, a, a quote unquote viral video because you have 10 million people who are subscribed to watch your content and uh, it get recommended by the algorithm. So people have been upset that you're you're not like YouTube specifically is becoming more of, I think, what Spotify might be considered. But the interesting thing, too, with Spotify is like I, I'm not a professional musician, but I, I can get my music on Spotify. Now, I will say I have to pay. I do have to pay a service that then um, like it's not like we use Anchor to put our podcast on a bunch of different apps and you can, that's free. But uh, in order to get my music on, I have to pay a service that then puts my music on different apps. Um, so that that is a, a difference from YouTube because YouTube I can just literally upload whatever I want. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I do think that that's probably part of it, just the. It's like you're becoming part of the cor- the corporations, man. Stay with the people, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I think there's that pushback on it. But ultimately, people are going to complain no matter what happens. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean, you just... Uh, <laughs> some of these things that, that, that uh, people complain about... I mean, I'm the same. There are probably a bunch of things that I get, I get bitchy about that's just like, does that, in the grand scheme of things, how much should we really give a shit about this? No, it, well, exactly. And to be honest... I feel like 99% of the people who are going to complain about the Joe Rogan thing, if someone's like, I'll give you $100 million, of course they would do it. Yeah. That's the thing. Like People will do the dumbest things for money, let alone do something that's I, I calculated. Like, it's, well, there's almost nothing negative to Joe Rogan doing this. <laughs> like, Yeah. It's he, so dumb. Well, that's the thing. is, it, like People, I think a lot of times when they don't... When people don't understand things, they automatically kind of uh dive down this negative path with uh, how they feel about it but i don't think that that's always the case like um if you were put in that same situation you're telling me you wouldn't look at this as a great opportunity and an opportunity that you have to capitalize on exactly exactly that's why it's really goofy i think we should do the quizzes you do the quizzes? I think, it's, I think it's quiz time. All right. Well, we might only end up doing one of these. We don't know how long this is going to take, but Stephen and I have talked about um, doing, uh, bringing back, you know, we've had uh, previous episodes where we've done like BuzzFeed quizzes of like, which Jonas brother are you and stuff like that. Stephen had the idea today to do something along the lines of My Chemical Romance. So um, <laughs> we are doing a what or which My Chemical Romance song are you? So we'll read off these questions together. Um, and, uh, and then we'll find out, we'll find out if we are, uh, we're in the same boat. So the first question, are you in, are you in the quiz? Yeah. And, and worth mentioning, part of the reason why My Chemical Romance gets brought up a lot on the show is because this was one of the couple of bands that Brandon and I both liked because we had pretty different tastes in music. But somewhere along the way, we found out that we both liked My Chemical Romance a lot. And, uh, yeah, so it's just kind of 
Like we we make a lot of jokes about them, but we do truly love this band. Oh, like yeah. we we really do. So well, and hopefully, has has that festival been canceled? The one it in has September? not yet, technically, but I highly doubt it's gonna happen. Oh no, dude! I that, mean, that's our fucking <laughs> luck, dude. We're like, I know. My Chemical Romance comes back when we come back, and we're like. Maybe they're thinking the same thing. They're like, we shouldn't have got back together. This is what started the pandemic. <laughs> Dude. All right. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And especially because that last album was about like the world ending in 2019. And they get back together in 2019. And then immediately afterwards, it looks like the world's Oh, ending. no, dude. I know. Very weird. They're but, Yeah, we can go ahead. Uh, I'm on the uh, which My Chemical Romance song are you? You got to enter it. Let's start. All right. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the first question is, are you normally happy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, wow. I'm going to go. I mean, realistically, it depends how I feel that day. Like, realistically, but. I, I, <laughs> I would say normally I'm happy. But yeah, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes. I think I'm I'm more happy than not happy if I were to pick between the two of them. All right. Next one is: Do you make other people happy? Is there a sometimes? There is a sometimes. Answer? Ooh, there is a sometimes. I'm gonna say. I mean, in the statement in itself, the answer is yes. So I'm gonna say yes. I do. I do. I mean, it doesn't say the frequency of it. I'm gonna go with sometimes. I pissed Steven Ooh. off this morning. He immediately calls me. He's like, hey, what'd you do yesterday? I'm like, I just killed him the game. <laughs> you yeah, that was really fun. You didn't make me happy this morning. Uh, are you more into bright or dark colors? Ooh. This one's kind of tough. Well, what's red? Is that a dark I color? <laughs> I have no I idea. I think I like darker colors better. Because uh, in... You like dark? I'll say bright. Well, I feel like we're influencing each other's answer. <laughs> Dude, no way. Are you outgoing? Yes. I'm definitely outgoing. Are you a partier? I'll put sometimes. I think that's fair for me to put. I put no. <laughs> How do you How see, do you see new, new people? people? Oh, interesting. I don't like them. I don't care or love them. I feel like that should be more answers. <laughs> Those are pretty extreme. Even the one in the middle, don't care. That's just like complete apathy. I have no care at all. I don't think that's... This one's really tough, actually. <laughs> it goes from I don't like them, not I hate them, to I don't care, and then all the way to I love. I absolutely just love new people. <laughs> no, I. I mean... I'm almost saying don't care. Like, take them or leave them. Like, I like them, but not always. <laughs> I feel like I lean more towards love them. I don't I don't feel like I'm apathetic. I feel yeah, like I, right. I lean them. more towards... I put love them. You're right. Love them Dude, makes more sense. I'm influencing <laughs> your answer. All right. Would you rather be at home or out with friends? Hmm. Out with, those are the only two options out with friends I would like home. to be at home with friends can I do that <laughs> <laughs> they need a third option here I'm going to say out with friends so am I alright moment of truth it's calculating results baby. Uh, 
Okay. Oh, okay. What's yours? You go first. Oh my gosh. I never told you what I do for a living. It says (laughs) you're an aggressive person. Someone that will always defend their friends. You scare people you don't know, but your friends know that you'll protect them. Is that true, guys? Is that true? Wow. See, mine's totally different because mine said, I got na na na. Oh, fuck that song. You're you're an upbeat and fun-loving person. You make everybody happy, even people you don't know. You're always around and having fun, and you put everyone in a good mood, even on the worst of days. Dude, if you, that's that's me. Dude, dude you're incredible. <laughs> I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> Unless you're my I, friend, see, I'm an asshole. I actually, I do like the song. No, no, no. Actually, I've always, even though it doesn't feel like a song I would like, I've always kind of liked it. Uh, I never told you what I do for a living. That's not one of my favorites on that album. I I do like this song, but it's not one of my favorites. Yeah, I like. I pretty much like every song on that. I like it's not a fashion statement. It's a death wish more. Yeah, me too. That's one of the best. Get out of the line. (laughs) All right, we could definitely do the other quiz if if that's how fast the quizzes go. Hell yeah! All right, let's do it real quick. The next one we did was which which Mario character are you? I uh, (sighs) Steven's a big Mario guy. I like Mario. I feel like I literally feel like we have done this at some point, but I feel like it's gonna change now. Uh, What's your favorite color? All right. This one's easy. (laughs) Really, just a quick background. I did look up a which Mario character are you quiz, and the first question was, what's your dream job? Plumber? A plumber, but that's taller and skinnier. A princess? Or a mushroom guy? (laughs) I was like, oh, I wonder. Did you actually say a mushroom guy? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why are we not taking that quiz? Because I feel like that's too... Obviously, if you want to be Mario, it's like, oh, I'll just be the plumber. If I want to be Luigi, I'll be the, the plumber who's taller trick. You put the, uh, the taller, skinnier plumber, actually, you end up with Peach. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. It's all a trick. All right, my favorite color is blue. Color of hair. My color of hair? Yep. Red? I'm one. Brad. My hair is like very ambiguous. I don't. Yeah, I know your hair really is. It's like dirty what, blonde. What's on your like license? With red. Did, what's your driver's license say? What? For your hair color. For your hair color. Does your license have your hair color? Yeah. It's hair and eyes. Is it? At least, at least Ohio does. Minnesota doesn't. You have eye I color, but not. Why I would they do it. hair? You could just dye your hair. <laughs> well, <laughs> they don't think people are going to dye their hair. They didn't account Wait, for Wait, is this real or are you just fucking with me? Ohio hair color on license. I don't think I'm making it up. Right? Driver license. Eyes blue. <laughs> I don't see anything with hair color. <laughs> Did you just make this up? <laughs> Did I? I have no idea. I don't think so. Man, it's, Jess says sick. that Illinois does too. Wait, here right, we go. See. I don't have that. I have the older version of that. Yeah, mine. I have the older version. Oh, okay. So, so not not the one that's more white. The one that's more blue on it is the one that I have. Okay. Yep, I see yeah. that now. 
So the blue one is the one. Interesting. Yeah. That's so. I feel like that's weird to have your hair color because you just dye your hair. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Um. I guess for this, just because people will bitch about it, I'll just put red. Uh, this one. <laughs> I, it's like gives me like three gifts with a crown, a Mario hat, clearly, and a no thank you. Yeah, we just have to pick one of these three things. <laughs> what is this telling? All right, I'm picking the Mario hat. I'm just going to go none. I don't really fucking care for that. Royalty or not? No, I don't want to be royal. Royalty, definitely. All right, we have to choose again. It says address dungarees or none. <laughs> dungarees. I want to go none again. I'm going to go address. <laughs> there's, there's no way it's going to figure out what my character is based on my answers. Uh, j- so ho- hold on a second. Just fucked up. She told me that hair was on the Illinois license. <laughs> it's not. Get out of here, Jess. Uh, you hate to see it. Do you have a mustache? Uh, when when you have a beard, do you consider the mustache part having a mustache, or is it just called a beard? Like, would I say uh, yes to this? Uh, the options are know. yes, I have a mustache. No, I don't have a mustache. No way, I'm a girl. This is sexist. <laughs> um. Yes, I have a mustache. I'm saying yes, I do. Okay, well then I guess I will too. How would you describe yourself? Beautiful, heroic, calm, adventurous, sporty, or fun? Can we pick more than one? I'm a, I, I describe myself as adventures. <laughs> Not even adventurous, just adventures. Oh, it's adventures. <laughs> It's adventures. I'm going to describe myself as adventures. I'm going to describe I am. I'm a bunch of adventures in one person. I think when you really get behind everything, the best way to describe me is beautiful. So I'm going to go beautiful. Do you consider yourself tall, average height, or small? Definitely small. I'm average height, I guess. Are you scared of anything? Uh, it says, um, can we go to the, go on to the next question, please? Some things I have nothing to be scared about. Yes, many things. Uh, can we... <laughs> Are you scared of anything? Mm, what? Uh, I have nothing to be scared of. I did something. Nothing scares me. Finally, are you in love? Yes, we are getting married. If so, congratulations to both of you. Uh, what's it to you? No, I'm waiting. Yes, we are getting married. <laughs> so you're just not taking this one seriously at all? Uh, <laughs> I got my answer. All right, I got mine. You go first. I'm going to guess time. we're not the same. Should we guess who, who we are? Yeah. All right, wait. So let me think. Are you Bowser? <laughs> I'm not Bowser. Um, give me give me a hint. I want to try to try to get it right. Bowser would love to spend time with this person. Peach. Yeah. You got Peach. 
man. All right, who do you think I am? Um, well, actually, no. Read your read your description. Okay. You are like Princess Peach. You would want to be royal, and you are awfully girly. You want crowns, dresses, shoes, and everything. You may be a little needy, but you don't mind getting your hands dirty. You would help out whenever you... When does Peach ever get her hands dirty? Uh, Super Smash Bros, dude. Are you kidding me? That's true, actually. You're right. Uh, You would help out whenever you can and be there for anyone who needs your help. Wow. I would always want to be by your side. Did you actually pick dresses on that one, Anthony? Because I feel like that's what did it for you. Yeah, I think I think that's probably what did it. I did pick dress. All right, now guess what I am. Uh, this is actually easy. You're definitely Toad. I'd be surprised if you're not Toad. Yeah, you're going to be surprised because I'm not Toad. <laughs> I'm not a mushroom guy. That's not my dream job. <laughs> a mushroom guy. Okay, you are... Um, Waluigi. No. Luigi. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you? Wario. No. Mario. No. What? Bowser. No. Uh. Paracoupa. It's your favorite character in Super Smash Bros. Yoshi. I'm Yoshi, dude. Yeah. But <laughs> I listen didn't to this description. You got Yoshi. You may not look like it, but you always want to go on an adventure even though you are shy. Being shy isn't always a bad thing, though, because that doesn't mean you can't be the hero. Whenever someone needs your help, even if you don't know them, you still give them a hand. You are one helpful person. But I guess I'm shy. Dude, you're, I'm surprised you're not a shy guy. Do you get the joke? I don't get it. Shy guys oh, because I can character? fly? Shy guys don't fly. Shy. Dude, you need to. You really needed to take this shy quiz more than fly. anyone. In Mario Power well, Tennis. They can't. What? Mario Power shy Tennis. guy's do not fly. Mario Power Tennis. They're the guys who go like, and they just walk. They walk kind of funny and they make goofy noises. Yeah, I know who Shy Guy is, but. Wait a second. Whenever I hear you say, wait a second, I always assume you're doing that. Wait. <laughs> I do this thing. Um, oh, it's Fly Guy. There's a Fly Guy and a Shy Guy. That's just like Paratroopa and Paracoot or whatever. <laughs> They're the same guy. <laughs> yeah, it's the same guy. You just put some. That's who I was thinking of. I was thinking of Fly Guy. Because it's the same as Shy Guy. Is. He just has. He like. No, this is. What, this is not a thing. It is Mario Power Tennis, dude. I'm looking this up right now. Oh yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. I'm. <laughs> I didn't even realize this. I mean, oh, Fly Guy's actually in Mario 64 too. Yeah, I forgot he's just got like a helicopter blade on top of his head. That's the only difference yeah. between him and Shy Guy. <laughs> I completely forgot about this guy. Fly wow. Guy. Well, that was a segment. And this has been quizzes with us. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And those were good. Those were good. How, how do you feel about your results? Do you think that they accurately depicted who you are? All right. So the first one, I was not, not, not. Definitely not. I'm definitely, ooh. Well, what, what song do you think best describes you? Can I do which one I think best describes you? Yes. Blood. <laughs> Why? <laughs> 
Because um, you were in a red shirt. Perfect. Uh, I think the song that best describes me of theirs is... Uh, mm, Welcome to the Black Parade. Just their most iconic song. Because right. <laughs> I'm so iconic. <laughs> oh, gosh. And I think you would be... Famous last words. I was gonna say famous time. last words, dude. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. We're on the same wavelength. Those are my two favorite songs on the up, dude. Peas in a pod. <laughs> peas in a fucking pod, dude. Um, dude, this is why we're the best podcast. This is why. Uh, I I know that we want to talk about the last dance, but just because we were talking about Mario and that's a video game, I wanted mm-hmm. to bring up. Can we talk about The Witcher Three for a second here? Yeah, you love this topic. So Let's talk about it. the reason I want to talk about it is sort of similar to the Fallout Four thing. Uh, the Witcher Three, I think, what makes it a special game is um, it, uh, it it the story is very um, there's a lot of depth to it, and part of that depth is the question of morality and your decisions end up impacting. There are like over 30 different endings that are possible based on the decisions that you make. Um, and there was this one specific decision that I made yesterday that I was just kind of sitting with and I just kind of wanted to hear your thoughts on it. So the witchers are these mutated humans. Uh, they were, they like had something done to their cells uh, to become these like strong and magical beings that are capable of hunting monsters that uh, that terrorize the world, um, and some monsters are actually good. Like like the mo- monster in itself isn't just automatically inherently negative. Like some monsters, like trolls, for instance, they're not they're kind of dumb and they just like certain things. They don't necessarily always attack so there are certain moments in the game where you can have a conversation with a troll and instead of fighting them Um, but there's this one specific part that uh, because people don't understand witchers or they're powerful people are scared of them and they kind of discriminate against them this one witcher goes into a village and he uh, they, they hire him for a job when he gets done he comes back to collect the bounty and they say we can't pay you there's a war going on we have kids to feed and the 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 witcher says no i did a job for you you have to pay me and uh they're about to fight and then the town leader comes in and says um basically okay follow us we we store all of our gold in in our like our uh our little farm hut or whatever that's kind of like the bank for us so we'll bring you to it just come in here so the witcher follows them and they ambush him but he's a witcher so he kills everybody but then after he kills the people that ambushed him he slaughters everybody in the village and it's out of this like as a witcher you're constantly being hounded by people spitting on you throwing rocks at you thinking you're shitty and then this you know you you handle that to a certain point and then these people ambush and try to kill you so i had the decision of executing him and this was just me and him it wasn't like people asking me to do this it was 
just me and him by ourselves, I could execute him or I could hear him out and listen to his story. And so I listened to his story and then I could choose to either let him go or kill him. How do you feel like you would approach that situation? I'm curious your thoughts on what, what the, the moral decision would be, what, what the context you're dealing with and, and how you would approach it. Well, you definitely got to hear him out. So that, that, that's, I think that approach is right. Uh, so you so so well, let me even because I I I gave you this story in from the ending, but when you first go to the village, they ask you to kill a monster, and when you return, everybody's dead, and you don't know what did it, and then you find the Witcher, because a little girl is like, no, get away from me, and you're like, what? What's going on? She's she's like a Witcher. She, he killed everybody. I don't want you to kill me. So you, when you first find everything, everybody's been slaughtered. Do you think, do you think you'd have the, the resistance to when you found that witcher to, to hold back and hear him out? Or do you think your instinct would be this guy just fucking slaughtered people? Uh, but do we a hundred percent know that he did it? Yes. Like, like there's no he doubt. He admits it as soon as you find him. He, he basically is like, ex- when you find him, he's accepted accepting the fact that you're going to kill him. He's like, all right, you found me. Do your worst, basically. Okay, and in this situation, I mean, I, I realistically, having having the restraint would be pretty tough. I don't know how you would really restrain. I mean, the only reason why I could see having any amount of restraint is to just better understand why this happened. Like, just trying to, like, gather more information, like, because... I think when something really bad happens, what you want to do is figure out, okay, is it over here? Like, is this just how it ends? Or is there another bigger issue somewhere where if if we take this guy out, then it's going to cause retaliation again from somewhere? Because that's what I would be worried about. Yeah. So I'd almost like want to gather some information to protect... To, just to make sure there's nothing else that I need to be worried about, like, like a bigger issue. So you think you're. So you you think your instinct would be to first hear him out and then execute him, so that there doesn't happen in the future. Yeah, I would I would want to hear him out to understand like is there more to this story that I don't know about, just to make sure that there's not like a bigger deal, uh, where if I do <laughs> execute in this in this situation that. It's not going to make an issue even worse. Okay. Somewhere else. So then he tells you, he tells you, they hired me, didn't pay me. I was about to walk away. They said, hey, we have gold for you. And then they tried to kill me. And I just lost it. Then how do you, then what's your decision? Do you execute him? Like with that information, do you think that's enough information to say, okay, if that's how you're going to react here, I can't let you live because you might. And, and also, this is a context where this is okay in that world. Like, just killing people is okay if they, like, this is like olden times almost. Like, you used yeah. to cut people's heads off if they broke the law and hang people. This isn't like times now. Yeah, I mean, it's... And you're, you My... yourself are a witcher as well, so you have a responsibility yeah. to protect and... I mean, I would, I would, 
I, I don't know how much I could hear it out, to be honest. Like, I, I would try to hear it out, but just just thinking about how messed up, like, that would actually be, I don't know how you can, like, logically, you'd want to show a little bit of restraint just to understand a little bit better, but at the same time, like, if somebody did that, like, you know what they're capable of, so, I mean, yeah, it'd be kind of tough. I don't know that I would. Hmm. Well, you and I made different decisions. I heard, were, the, I heard the guy out. And I let him live. You befriended him? I befriended him. Yeah, because I, I was thinking about this Denzel Washington quote where he was talking about, um, I mean, this was about uh, racial contexts. But he was talking about when a sheep attacks a wolf, do you say that the sheep is aggressive? Or was the sheep defending itself now i know that this specific scenario he not only killed the people that attacked him but he killed the entire village but my thought process was this village is what they're it's it's like 10 people they're in on this decision to all right instead of us paying this guy we need to just get rid of him and so they're part of making this and and so i was like not that it's necessarily like he obviously handled the situation poor like he should have just left i guess maybe after even killing the people that tried to kill him um but i guess i didn't look at myself as a person who could have that judgment and specifically the choice i said was i'm not going to be the one to judge you um you know and yeah i definitely get that perspective like i think that that's I don't know. It would. It just be. I think it would actually be tough if you could look at someone who just did that and be like, okay, you know, maybe they were just having a bad day. I feel like it would be kind of tough. Just, just knowing like if they're capable of doing that and just like not knowing what else could happen. Just because this is such an extreme example. Like most of the time, I give people the benefit of the doubt. But like this is a pretty. This is kind of like if when you when you say to me like, would you would you have my back if I like murdered a bunch of people? And I'm like, eh. Probably not. <laughs> That's probably what I would draw the line on. Like, most of the time I'm gonna have your back, but like at a certain point, I have to think. Well, maybe this is where I draw the line. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it is pretty extreme. But I, this is part of the reason why I love that game. For for those of you who are gamers and you and you like this kind of stuff, it's just the story. I, what I loved is after I made that decision, the guy left. He actually gave me a a key to his treasure and a map and said, Hey, you know, I can't pay much, but just like, just for like listening to me, I want you to have my stuff. And, uh, but after he left, your character just sits on a bench and just like kind of looks off and just kind of like ponders on whether the decision was right or not. And the, like the camera zooms out, it's like a movie. And I'm just, I just love that. Cause I'm like being immersed in this game and I'm thinking, did I make the right decision or should I have killed this guy? Um, so it's just pretty cool. Yeah. It's uh that's a pretty deep question. Yeah. <laughs> you can learn a lot about someone from how they answer that question. And now we all know that you suck. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Uh, the only thing I, I wanted to talk about was just the, uh, I just finished the last dance yesterday and for those of you who aren't familiar with it it's a uh 
documentary about. It's not. I guess it's not really a Michael Jordan documentary. I guess it's supposed to be a Bulls documentary, but I feel like it's a Michael Jordan documentary. Like it, it definitely is. I mean, yeah. Um, Wasn't he like the executive producer? Of course, like he's gonna yeah, make like it about it, him. It's definitely a Michael Jordan documentary. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course they talk about Pippen and Rodman and Kerr a little bit, but they they mostly talk about um, Jordan, and um, it was great. I've talked about. I like documentaries. I just I like really good. Um, really good, like real life people stories where they they did something, like defied the odds, or they they just they did something big. So I mean, I knew I was gonna like it going in. Just such a such a workhorse Michael Jordan was, and just the ultimate the ultimate example of being successful at something you put your mind to. Like Michael Jordan. Wanted to become the greatest basketball player of all time. He set his mind to it. He accomplished it, and he just had like the the road. It was just really cool to see the whole the whole backstory, especially because I'm like just a little bit too young to really remember. Like I remember Michael Jordan. I have a vague memory of him on the Bulls. I do remember when he signed with the Wizards, but I I was a little bit too young to really remember him. So yeah. Well, and people are talking about how this documentary is probably uh, giving some quote-unquote recency bias to the, the question of who's the GOAT. Like, you look at some polls now, and LeBron isn't even close anymore to who people consider to be the best, and it's probably because of this documentary. How do you feel about that? Well, I <laughs> obviously, the whole time I watched, I was watching this, I was thinking about LeBron because I, I, I know for a fact they're going to do something about LeBron at some point. There's going to be a movie or a documentary, something about LeBron because his life is really crazy too. But it's, but it's, a, much, it's a much different story than the Jordan story. But I will say a little part of me from watching this, like I now understand why everybody – is all about Michael Jordan. Like why he was just so unanimously the best player of all time when he retired and why nobody wants to give the throne to LeBron. Like it, it, I really understand now because Jordan was six for six in championships. He pretty much went to like, once he got to that first championship, his record was pretty much impeccable for the rest of his career. He was an amazing big game performer and all he cared about was winning and he didn't make he didn't like have like all these like side shows of causing drama for like he, he caused drama for just his gambling issues and stuff like that but he wasn't he wasn't during like the twitter era there wasn't all this other stuff it was just he was this great basketball player and he always stepped up in the big games so now i understand why people have this whole bias against lebron because He's only three for nine in championships. He hasn't been the best performer in some of the big games. Like I, it now makes sense because to me, if I just look at like just the sheer statistics and I just watch LeBron and I just think about everything that he does, I'm like, I kind of feel like he's almost better than Jordan in a lot of ways. But now that I like really see the what Jordan did like at that time, now I really get why it's hard to argue against why he's the goat. I, I get that part of it now. Like he's different game, but for what he did, it was just it was impeccable. Like I, you, how can you have a better career than what Jordan did? 
It's like impossible. Jordan's just the ultimate like he's like what you want to be when you're a competitor in the sense that if people are like talking shit, you want to like make them pay. But uh-huh. a lot of times our skill level or just our execution on things doesn't always doesn't always work that way where we're like, "Oh, I'm going to show these guys." But then you go out there and you're like, "Fuck, I fucked up," you know. <laughs> but he was like people were like, "Don't t- don't talk trash to Jordan." Like, leave him alone. Because if you piss him off, if you challenge him, he will fuck us. <laughs> and I know. It's, that is the most entertaining part about Jordan, is just this aspect of, like, there was this next level. Like, he already was great on on its own. But then if, like, you challenged him, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm putting you in your place. What? Uh, who do you think? Who's Jordan? He, he like, all right. You gonna talk shit? All right, that's fine. Let's go. And then he dropped fucking forty-five points on you in the next three quarters. It, it just uh, that part was was awesome. I also think another takeaway that I had: um, he's definitely petty on some things. <laughs> um, oh yeah. But uh, one of my favorite moments was the year that they lost to the Pistons because the Pistons were just freaking bruisers. And, like, the Pistons were the big dogs that you had to get past. The Bulls were trying to come up, and that first year they lost. And uh, that offseason, like, immediately right away, Michael Jordan and the Bulls guys were hitting the gym to get stronger because they knew that they were going to come across the Pistons again, and the next time they were going to come across them, they weren't going to fuck around. And then that next time they played them... There was that moment where Scottie Pippen got, like, completely hacked to the ground and didn't react. And I love that part in the documentary where they're like, when we saw that Pippen didn't react, it was a game changer. Because that was the Pistons' whole mentality was, we just got to get them out of their head. Or, like, get them to blow up so that they're playing outside of themselves. And uh, Pippen didn't react. And then they just fucking beat him, man. <laughs> it was sweet. Yeah, there's a yeah. That's that's my favorite part is. I, uh, I I like the. Whenever, you told those guys that they couldn't do something, and a lot of people are this way. You tell like if you tell me I can't do something, I'm gonna like work really hard to to show you that I can. Those guys were a really great example of doing that and then like really making people pay <laughs> like they really they really did a good job of that yeah overall you you enjoyed the the documentary though yeah i i loved i i love stuff like that like there's anytime there's someone who i've been inspired by and they have something like this i always want to watch it because part of my youtube channel i like the idea of sort of my YouTube channel in a way sort of serves as a documentary of my life. Like I, I like that idea. So I, I definitely draw some inspiration from documentaries with how I do my YouTube channel, which is why I do some of those. That's why I like vlogging. And that's also why I like doing some of those videos where I talk about things that have happened in the past, just so you can kind of follow along the whole story. Yeah. At least as much as I can. Yeah, so you, I, I think I already know the answer to this, but you would like to have your own documentary one day, maybe. Yeah, it'd be so it'd be so cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I always say Wikipedia page is a thing that 
would be really cool to have. But yeah, I mean, the biggest dream come true would be if I had a documentary about me. That would be like insane. That's like really, that's like real big time though to get a documentary about you. I mean, obviously, like you could make a documentary about me, but I'm saying like a documentary that like not one of my friends makes. Well, I didn't want to ruin the surprise, but for your <laughs> it's, birthday it's this been in the year, work. I've been working on a doc. <laughs> but it like it it paints me in a horrible light. Yeah, it's like the fall <laughs> of Stephen Russell B. <laughs> well, another yeah. takeaway that, that actually reminds me. Another takeaway I had is this doc made me also like reinforce the idea of like you can't fucking believe everything you hear in the news. Like conspiracy theories and all that shit. A lot of times get. Just stuff. People just make shit up sometimes, and they publish it. Like the whole thing when M- Michael Jordan's dad was killed, and then people just started publishing articles that painted it like his gambling was the reason that he got killed. And maybe that was the truth, but they didn't have anything to back that up. And they they fucking posted that shit. And imagine being Michael in that situation. I mean, just put yourself in that shoes. You just lost this guy. He had a really good relationship with his dad. His dad was, like, a huge part of just, like, everything about him. And he loses him. And then this other thing that people have been hounding him about, his gambling addiction, uh, which he didn't even consider an addiction. He's just like, I'm just competitive. And gambling is part of those one of those things that I get to be competitive with. I guess I don't... I'm not even going to make an argument there, but... Then the insensitivity and then like the stirring of the conspiracy theory just pisses me off. It's just shut your fucking mouth unless you have legitimate proof. That's like, that's what news was supposed to be. But now it's all these editorialized things that are just speculation on what could be or, well, I heard, I heard from uh, Dick in the sewers that, uh, Dick in the sewers. I was down in the sewers because he's down in the black market stuff, and he was telling me that Michael Jordan's gambling addiction was this. It's like shut your okay. fucking mouth. <laughs> I want to learn more about this Dick in the sewers. Dude, he's got a whole backstory that I can't get into right now, but he's uh, <laughs> he's a complex guy. It sounds like it. Yeah, it was. Uh, I highly recommend. You know, we sometimes we do recommendations. I recommend you watch The Last Dance, even if. You don't like sports. Yeah, and and a, a quick note: Stephen has watched one episode of Tiger King, and he doesn't like it. So <laughs> everybody, everybody, pile on Stephen. No, don't do that yet. Maybe I'll like it more. Are you gonna watch the whole thing if you don't like it? We'll see. <laughs> That's, a we'll no. see. That's a no. That's a no. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I at the time that this episode actually releases, I'll probably have two K. I randomly hit like a uh, uh, a little bit. I had like a bad day on YouTube in terms of my subscriber count, so like it it slowed my pace a teeny tiny bit. But by the time this drops on Tuesday, I'll assume I'll be at two K on or for my subscribers, which it's kind of like a, a cool little milestone. And I'll be doing a personal Q&A to celebrate it. Just answering all the, a bunch of questions that people wrote in. And other than that, 
the city of Chicago will be opening up in the next couple of weeks. Probably. They keep... They just made some new rules. We're now... It was supposed to be May 29th. is now, like, June 5th, which is really frustrating. Um, but they just... They were trying to make sure everything is in order before they really Oh, they pushed it back? I didn't see that. A tiny little... Yeah, they... They had a Chicago listed with every other phase. Like, that's what Pritzker said. Like, that's what the governor said. But then the mayor decided, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we, can't, we can't go with the exact same. Like, she decided to push it back a little bit more because she says that we're not ready, even though the governor said it was okay. So she got to make that call, which I'll be honest and say I'm very frustrated by that just because I'm like, Why? Why couldn't you two just be synced up on this? Why did you once again give not only just everybody hope, but like specifically restaurant owners and stuff that were actually looking forward to opening on May 29th? You just pushed it back a week at minimum, and you didn't even give them any any security in that that's what it's going to be. Like there's that made me irate. Like I am irate that they bumped this back again just because it's like you can't give people hope. And then take it away from them. I understand that like, they don't have control over the virus, but we all know that no matter what date that we pick, things are not going to be perfect by that date. So just stick with the date to a certain extent, and we all just have to hope for the best. And that's it. And, and, and freaking for the sake of people, at least line up with the governor on it. Like, at least talk to the governor and, and figure out, hey... Can you not tell people that it's going to be the 29th if it's not going to be the 29th? Yeah. Just for the sake of people. I, I agree with that point, that they should at least be on the same page. I mean, I, 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 I think that if you're getting new information that you have to adjust, but... Yeah, okay, let, let, me, let me retract, because I could see someone thinking like, okay, well, Stephen, if things get worse, he doesn't care. Like, he, just, just let him go out there. I'm not saying that. I, I, it's more sync up with... The, the governor and mayor should be synced up so they at least have a plan together. And then when it comes to telling people, don't give people uh, – like I, I understand they're apprehensive about giving people dates because of this thing where new information is coming in all the time. But like keep some sense of continuity in it all because the last thing you want to do is bring people's hopes down. And I feel like this was a classic case of just tearing people down when you didn't need to do it. Like, it would have been fine. I would have been completely fine if they would have said, hey, Chicago will be a week or two or three weeks after the rest of the state. But when you made it sound like that wasn't going to be the case. Now you're not fine. Now life is going to end. I get it. Now dude. it's frustrating. <laughs> like, now it's just, an, it, you've just been annoying now about the whole thing. Yeah. No, it is frustrating. I get it, man. But ultimately, listen to the rules that are given. Even if you don't want to do them, just listen to them i go outside and people are still not wearing a mask and i'm like why how can you be so selfish as to you can't just wear a mask is it that freaking hard oh it's a little hot right it's inconvenient to wear a mask i didn't realize that you were so important that you got to just play by different rules that's a big frustration of mine listen i I'll get off my i didn't box. do this dude don't yell at me steven's pissed at me guys yeah, it's because you're always killing the game. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> tired this of man's kill. got nothing else to dude, say. Dude, I'm tired of killing, killing the, game. the game. Sometimes I wish I'd just let the game live, but I'm always killing it, dude. Oh, you're incredible. I'm incredible. That's all I have to say. Everyone stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. 
Buy toilet paper, right? That's, uh, that's We're still on that? That's another good one, too. All right, awesome. Well, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We had uh, quite a bit to talk about today, including our new uh, incorporation. Well, not necessarily new, but uh, our incorporation of two new quizzes. I uh, hope you guys like that. If you guys have any comments, questions, thoughts, feel free to email us, emgpod at gmail.com. Or you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail, 513-427-EMG5. And it's 513-427-EMG5. If you want to hit us up on social media, podcast social media is at EMGPod. Steven is at Stephen Russell B. Even if he hits that 2K subscriber mark, go subscribe to the guy. He's continuing to try to hit certain milestones, so we want to get him there. Subscribe to the Everything Must Go podcast youtube channel we are at 80 subscribers i don't know if it's gone up since the last time i checked but we're trying to get to that 100 mark um and then obviously me at brandon j flippin steven is at steven russell b podcast at emg pod and we'll talk to you next time take it easy everyone